Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to ATI, the Car Shipping Business Channel. My name is Jay. It's Friday. It's time for some Cars on the Move, where we connect dealers, auctions, and carriers live. Ties live in the transport parking lot. Please do leave a like, share, copy, tell your friends. Thank you so much. You know that if you need help, you're looking for advice, you just want to talk about it. 417-483-2764. Reach out to Ty. Let's check in with Ty now. Ty, can you see me and hear me okay? Hey, Jay. Hey, what's up? I can see you. All right. right. I'm actually in the lanes at the auction. I know you said transport parking lot. We'll eventually get to the transport parking lot, but it's kind of nice right here for just a minute because uh, there's a couple of things we got to talk about. <clears throat> First of all, I got a little beef, a little beef with you and Sue, okay? I'm trying to figure out how Sue had 100 shows and Cars on the Move doesn't, all right? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah. uh, <clears throat> back to transport, though. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of times we come out and we're like, hey, pump the brakes, easy, car hauling's rough. It is. I'm not going to change that message. But uh, I want to give some encouraging news today. Now actually is a good time to start a transport company if you do it the right way. What's do it the right way? Well, it's go buy a book on how to start a business, start looking into market research, find out if there are people around you that need your service, and chances are the answer will be yes. So then we start using, I was thinking today about like a quiver. Do you know what a quiver is? A quiver where you put your arrows? Yeah, where you keep your arrows. Yeah, there's, there's actually some interesting details about what a quiver is and what it does and what it's for. But anyway, the point being, uh, some of the arrows we can put into the quiver would be technology, would be brokers, would be auctions, and would be dealers. And these are all the things that we talk about at ATI, the Car Shipping Business Channel. And today I'm really excited because we get to have our friends from Pre-Owned Auto Logistics join us. And I get excited about Pre-Owned Auto Logistics because these are good good guys that I've actually spent a lot of time with, engaged with, had difficult conversations with, easy conversations, and fun conversations. Uh, I know Jeremy. I'm getting to know Mike. I know Dana. Uh, Kevin. Big shout out to Kevin. Kevin was actually the first pre-owned auto logistic guy I met, and I believe that was in San Antonio at the IARA, which would be a good time to plug our car energy show coming up, I believe, next Tuesday night. Is that right, Jay? So we're going to do uh, Why Get Car Certified on Tuesday night. And um, and that's going to be a great show. Where What we're going to do is we're going to bring in some... Uh, it actually started with Lisa Hanmer. Shout out to Lisa Hanmer. Um, she recently graduated from the IARA Car Certification. It's 20 modules. This thing's no joke. So we're going to do a whole show to feature... The education they they go through, uh, mm -hmm. recent grads, alumni, and it's a, it's a cool show, yeah. Because as we talk about, where do you go to learn car hauling, Ty? Where do you go? <laughs> Anybody well, know? My my new pitch is the get in the NIADA twenty group and auction academy with Penny and car certification too. I mean, that's where I would go if I wanted to learn how to haul cars. They don't teach you how to load cars, and they don't teach you how to drive a truck. They teach you where cars come from and where cars go, and the, the whole process in the middle. What's funny, we talk about this, and I know it sounds weird, 
but driving's the easy part. That's it's the fun part. Loading well, cars, that's the fun part. Easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, totally. It's all the business stuff. Mm. Anyways, you know me. Broken record, Jay. All right, so let's do this. And I want to say this, too, is that so we're going to bring on Jeremy Luisos, vice president of pre-owned auto logistics. And we happen to know pre-owned auto logistics. We're getting to know them pretty well at this point. You've seen them at many live shows. And what we say is, if you're going to... Uh, if you're going to participate in content on ATI, get to know us, right? We do want to get to know you, and we want to share the good news with the industry and some of the bad news, too, which is cool. I mean, that's the reality. This is a tough industry. So let's do this. Uh, are you ready, Ty? Are you ready to see? Ready. Yeah, you're ready. Okay, I just wanted to check this out. Check this out. Oh, yeah. I knew you were jumper. going for something. Look at that. I know. I love that. Can you see that? that? Hey, what's up, America's Auto Auction? Kansas We're City. at America's Auto Auction, Kansas City, Missouri, Accelerate Group, right? <clears throat> and yep. what you're seeing, I know a lot of people don't do what we do, Jay, but we follow a lot of auctions on LinkedIn. And the reason we follow them is because they're starting to put out more and more content on social media. That's just on LinkedIn, right? You're starting to see it in other places. And as you watch these people, these auctions, these uh, different groups, so what I noticed, I see a lot of advertising, a lot of social media, a lot of branding for the independent. We're going to still keep calling America's independent for now because to the best of my understanding, they still have autonomy. Like managers can make their own decisions and aren't controlled by big corporations. So with that in mind, here's what I'm trying to tell you. One of the ones I follow and watch a lot is Corey Auto Auction, Carrie Rotunda up there in Erie, right? Yeah, And watching them grow, it's no joke. Since I met her back in uh, San Antonio, that auction every week is more cars, more cars, more cars. I mean, more. And it's growing auction. I get really excited about it. So, yeah, I'm excited to plug America's Accelerate Group and, and relationships and auctions and lanes. And it's I'm cool. going to plug Big Valley Auto Auction because they've been ramping up their social media. And uh, to the point they're going to be on ATI in August. So yeah, cool and it's fun we because you, 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 you start seeing, in my opinion, you start seeing who's serious and who's woke corporate, right? I, I follow a lot of auctions. So do you ever see any Manhunt posts on LinkedIn about their big sale next week? You know, it's funny that, like, <laughs> I don't know what other media channels you're going to hear woke corporate even said. Are uh, we? Yeah, true. I mean, are we? we're heavily invested in what this industry is about. So we're going to go ahead and I guess we're going to ride that third rail occasionally, Ty. No, I always want to kick uh, cocks in the nuts. Okay. I'll just say it out loud. I mean, seriously, you guys are nothing wow. but a pain in the ass 24-7. <laughs> oh, here's James just laughing it up. 473-2764. Oh, Let's talk about it. Well, and, and here's the thing. Truth, <laughs> I would love it if you would get a call and we could work. We could hash this out. Something needs no. to happen. People need nah, to connect there. and talk. So let's do this. Hey, you got to have give blood to get a car out I with know. a piece of paper. Uh, 2022. All right. Pause, Ty. Pause. Because what we're going to do is we're going to now shift gears. Camera one. Um, we're lucky to have him with us here today. Um, Jeremy Luisos is the uh, senior vice president of pre-owned auto logistics he's just joining now and so here we go ladies and gentlemen please do welcome once again on ati the car shipping business channel 
Jeremy of Pre-Owned Auto Logistics. Jeremy, can you see me and hear me okay? I can see you. I can hear you. And it's a pleasure, as always, to be on the show. Great. Well, thanks for joining us today. Fridays are a lively show. Do you know why? Because this is a tough business, right? It's hard. It's hot out there. The asphalt's hot. The ramps are hot. Some of the cars are hot. So, uh, you know, I know that you're here to... Here's what I want you to do. Tell us more about you, pre-owned auto logistics, and then what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not to, you know, not to break immediately from what you just asked me to do, <laughs> but I, I, you know, want to say a quick hello. I, I always get to, a, you know, a, a warm uh, greeting to my main man, Ty, out there doing what he does best. I, I see this guy everywhere. Uh, whenever I'm out, I don't get out nearly as often as he does, but when I am out, I, I'm looking around, I'm like, where, where's Ty? And he's almost always the first person I bump into. So I just, he's, yeah. Ter- he's everywhere. I'm, he is. I, he's where's Waldo. I hope there are funds that are replacing the soles in his shoes because he's, he's putting miles on those things. Um, yeah. Wow. Shout out to you. That's for Ty Thompson. Yeah. Cars on the move. Nice. <laughs> and, and actually, if I could, um, I, you, something was mentioned earlier. Um, aside from, you know, there, there was some, some shots fired there, which uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, y'all, y'all definitely cut it up on a Friday. That's right. That. Oh, man. But, um, so, but you know, I, at a different point in my career, I was involved in on bringing carriers or bring drivers into our organization. And there was a few things that I would always share for folks, you know, starting with us and learning to drive. Um, one was that I, I think it's maybe... I think I said 40% driving and loading and maybe 60% paperwork compliance and learning the business, all that kind of stuff. So I, I really agree with that. It's, it's funny how little of, of a driving job driving takes up. And the other thing I just, it just popped in my head. I haven't shared this in a while, but my three rules for everyone, uh, it was uh, the priority of what to get your head around uh, when you're out there on the road, when you're loading these vehicles up, it was always safety, accuracy, and speed. That those were the orders. Those are the three fundamentals. So, Safety's first. If you're if you're going to hurt yourself or hurt somebody else, you, that that there's you can't do that. You can't damage anything. You got to be safe to equipment. You got to be safe to property. But most importantly, human beings. So that's that's always number one. Get that as a fundamental. Make sure you're you're you're, you're taking care of um, you know the, the safety requirements. As far as accuracy goes, make sure you're you're picking up the right vehicle. You're dropping to the right place. That your your paperwork, your your apps, whatever you're updating, make sure that's that's on point. Because uh, if you make a mistake, it doesn't really matter how fast you are. You, you, you kind of blew it. And then, then once you get safety and accuracy down, speed. You know, that, that's when you get to kind of become the master of the craft and, and kind of work in speed. So I, just, I just thought I'd share that. I don't know how interesting that is. But. No, you know, you made me think is, um, so I, I see, uh, you know, YouTube has become a real big... <laughs> YouTube has become... YouTube, YouTube, he is. YouTube has become a real factor in uh, this industry, as well as probably every other industry, right? I mean, you, the social media is now a factor in the presence of an industry. Absolutely. And I see a lot of carriers like talking when they're outside their truck or they're parked and they're talking about, you know, their thoughts. There, I, I, there was a channel for a while where the guy was talking while he was driving. I loved that because what are what what are all the things a carrier is thinking while they're driving? Yeah. 
Yeah, it, you know, I, 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 so I, I think one of the, my experience there is, you know, as if you're working in the office, you're going to receive a call while someone's driving and they might have a lot in their mind. And, um, you know, it, it, it makes sense. You, you're, you've kind of, there's, you, you land on site, there's this burst of activity, you got to, you know, figure out where, where to park and where the vehicle is and, and make sure you're loading up the right, the right stuff and you're doing your inspection reports. And is this going to fit? And I got to swap the, the van out for a, for a sedan and all these things. And then, then you're loaded up, you're, you're off to the races and like, Whoa, what just happened? <laughs> and then there's time to reflect in your day. So, um, I think that's actually a good opportunity for, uh, folks that are, uh, on the road and then in the office to communicate and, and, uh, and kind of sync up perfectly it in i was just going to say that because that is the time where if you have somebody you can check in with on okay what i'm picking up next right hey i want to follow up about yesterday you have the type of office where you can communicate tell us more about that yeah i, I get so the the one we, to, to fall in line with safety accuracy and speed as long as this communication is being done hands-free safely <laughs> you know, and, and we're, we're, we like what we're seeing on the road there. Yeah. But, but, um, you know, as far as the communication in, in our office, uh, I mean, we, we have a, a, a whole dispatch team that is here and, and ready to answer phones for our uh, driveway specialists for the carriers that do work for us and making sure that if there are questions and they need support, that they're, uh, they're fully supported. Um, and that's, you know, communication is key all, all around. I think, um, and, and one of the things I wanted to, you know, come on the show and talk about today is just that. Um, I, I think that the thing that I'm seeing most, and if I can just kind of <laughs> run with it for, for a moment, um, every, anytime I have the opportunity to talk with y'all, you know, it gives me a, a moment to reflect, All right, what's the, what's on my mind? What, what would be the most interesting thing I could share or that I'm most passionate about? And it, it's almost always the same thing these days. It's, it's that, so I have my, my background is I've been working for pre-owned auto logistics pretty much since the beginning. I've been here 21 years, um, started off, uh, you know, I was, I was running cars. Uh, I, I drove trucks. Uh, I was out there at, at the auction, um, at, on, on site at, at, at dealer lots. So I've, I, I'm not the most experienced out there, but I've, I spent years, um, moving vehicles before, you know, eventually moving into the office and, you know, going up through, you know, running a small fleet, and uh, launch, launching, you know, the, the subcontractor division, and and now kind of working closely with the owner to to, to make sure that we're we're the the greatest uh, logistics solution provider we could possibly be. So it, in that time, I've had a lot of different experiences. I've talked to a lot of folks, and one of the things that's always been challenging for me to understand is when I perceive an adversarial relationship between shippers and carriers. And so I think the last five times maybe I've been on your show or talked to Ty or, or you, that's kind of what's on, on the top of my mind is why is it that way? I, why, why is it that, um, you know, so, so if we're, we're thinking about shippers, right, maybe a dealership or an auction, um, they're, they're looking at carriers and they're, I, I hope they're not thinking this, but sometimes you get the feeling that there's some out there, they're thinking, oh, here's, Here's that, you know, a driver coming in, you know, greasy and oily is going to leave a, a spot in my, my yard and scare my customers and, and damage my vehicle and, and not tell me when the car is going to get there. Uh, I, don't, I don't agree with any of those points, uh, but I feel that that's a real perception out there. And, and on the other side, you know, carriers are, um, have been treated that way, walking into a dealership or an auction, maybe not felt like they were the most important person being there, walked in and been like, all right, well, I'm not here to buy a car, so no one's talking to me and had to wait 
and not not you know felt that respect and think all right well these these folks these shippers are not great folks and 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 we could go into the history of that i i i think that there's some reasons behind it but i don't think there's a reason to keep that going i think that we if we look at the auto industry at a, as a whole uh there's you know it, i think the the old view i mean the used car salesman is 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 summoned as an idea of a sleazeball like for not in the auto industry, just like in conversation, like, oh, what do you use car salesman? Like these, these are, I don't agree with that stereotype either. Um, but I think the perception has been, these are folks just trying to push product out the door. And if you're not, you, you know, you got to hit your numbers and all this fast paced. And, and while there, there are a lot of companies that do it differently, that certainly has been a flavor of how the industry has been. And I don't think that's the only flavor now. I think there are a lot of organizations in the sales side that are heavily focused on, customer centricity, guest experiences. What can we do to make this the best possible experience for our customers? Not jam metal down their throat and, and see you later and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. But how can we form a relationship where they're, they, they, they trust us, they wanna come back to us, they're gonna service their vehicle at our service center and, and feel safe and protected and well, well treated, all that kind of stuff. So I'd like to harness that momentum and that spirit and extend that to vendors. Yes. Right. You're thinking of your customers that way. I, I mean, what, what are your vendors providing you? What, what are your, your carriers providing you? They're making sure that you have the inventory to sell. And, and maybe if you, you know, they walk through the door and you're thinking, Oh, I got a sale. I got, I got a, they can wait, they can wait an hour. Well, maybe you weren't delaying something yourself, but you're delaying that car to get, get somewhere else to be sold. And on the other side of that, that, that might in turn happen to you. Maybe the car that you're really waiting for, Someone else is saying, oh, this care, they're not important, right? I, I can keep them waiting. And that happens at pickup A and then pickup B and pickup C and maybe delivery A and B. And, and that ripple effect is causing just, just, just from a logistics standpoint, the, the, the inefficiency of keeping folks waiting is just mind boggling, mind boggling to me. But maybe more important, no, definitely more important is dignity, respect. I mean, I, I think that we all are all folks working hard trying to feed our families. So let's take care of one another, right? We, you, I, I, I think we'd love to see carriers make sure they're, you know, nice presentation, walk into that showroom, um, make sure the solution providers like us tell them where they, they know ahead of time where to park, what the vehicle is, who to see, make it all nice and smooth. You walk into that dealership, you, you know what you're doing, you get the car, someone is expecting you, here's the keys, ready to rock and roll, and you're off, and, and it's a have a great day. And, and maybe at, at, our, at our best, I mean, what Ty was talking about earlier, how do you really break in? I think it's relationships you know, go out of your way to, to, to be kind on, on both sides, I would say, and, and, and make sure that if you're in a dealership or, or, or an auction, you know, you have, you have a carrier that you, you treat well, they're going to get in and out and do a great job and be respectful of your property. And on the other side of that, um, you know, as a carrier trying to grow your business, if, if you're, you're talking to folks, you're, you're in and out. Uh, I mean, fr from our standpoint, our favorite carriers to circle it back to communication. I know I'm, I'm kind of running, running, running on here, but yeah, you're good. Uh, when, when it comes to communication, I mean, that's, those are our favorite carriers. Right. It, you might not always have good news. You, you might, um, you know, you, your truck went down or you, you, something happened. And you can't you can't get there. We can deal with that. It's you, not great news. You're, totally, you're right. That should actually be part of the training module. Delivering bad news. It, Deliver it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and is that great? It's not great news, but but we appreciate it. 
because we can handle that. We, we will then do what we do and, and go to the client and explain what's going on and make sure that you can focus on that challenge and get it solved while we, we talk to the, the, the shipper and, and, and they're, in, they're in good shape and they, they, they're on board as well. And no one's going to love that news, but, oh, Ty, yeah, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, here's what I was thinking of this this morning. It's really funny you're bringing this up because I thought, how, how did I grow into 20 trucks? And I remember I went to the dealer and I said, what's that? And there's a guy out there with a one ton and a three car trailer and he's unloading cars. And I'm like, oh, he's a car hauler? I didn't know that. Yeah. This has been a long time ago, by the way. <clears throat> um, I said, what does that guy do good and what does that guy do bad? And it went maybe one thing good and then there was this long list of bad. I mean, really long. Like, I hate him. He's ugly. He's overweight. He stinks. He's got a terrible attitude. He's a piece of peer. He never calls and tells me he's going to be late. I, I can't stand that guy. I mean, we're literally in the office. He's out there unloading, and he's telling me everything that he hates about that guy. So I go to the next guy, and I'm hey, what is that out there? That's a transport guy. Oh, what do you like about him? Nothing. Really? What do you not like? Well, this. So I, as you start gathering market research, because I'm going to start my own business, if you, it's real, it, what Jeremy's saying, listen to Jeremy is what I'm trying to say. End of story. Listen to Jeremy because all you have to do is hear what that guy does bad and don't do that. It's that, it is literally that easy. Go talk to a car dealer, go talk to a broker, find out what drives them crazy about the transport guy. They will tell you and there's your playbook. Keep going. Awesome. No, I, I, I love it. And, 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 and to high level that, right, it, it start, it's every single step of, of the shipment. The shipper needs to communicate well to, to the, you know, I, I would say the logistics solution provider in, in our case, right? Let us know what you need. Then it's our responsibility to communicate what is possible and set the right expectations. And then we need to communicate those needs to the carrier, the right carrier. And then the carrier will communicate back and forth with us to make sure that um, things are going on track. If they have anything that's, you know, that's off that we can then communicate that back and that everyone's just doing what they do best, right? These the shippers, yeah. are, you know, dealerships in our case are selling cars, so they do best. Uh, carriers are moving cars, so they do best. And, and it, at, at our best, we're the glue. So yeah. we're, well, we, oh, go ahead. Before, well, I'm going to do this because we've left him in the waiting room. <laughs> we <laughs> have a man whose birthday it is in today. Sitting in the waiting room, so please do help us welcome, uh, first time on ATI, Mike Marshall is Logistics Operations Manager of Pre-Owned Auto Logistics, and oh yeah, it'd be good if I uh, let him ring the doorbell before I introduce him. Thanks for jumping in the live chat, we've got Chris and John and Rolando, please welcome Mike Marshall. Mike, can you see us in here is okay. And he's, he's getting his audio ready and everything all set. While he's doing that, I'll, I'll wish him a, a, a public happy birthday. Probably the fifth time today I've said that to him. Happy birthday, Mike. <laughs> happy birthday, All right, Mike, Mike, please say hello to... Can you see us? Yes, I can. All right, I cool. See. Please say hello. Tell us more about you and Mike. operations. So, hello, guys. Thanks a lot for having us today. It's much appreciated. I'm Mike Marshall, Logistics and Ops Manager for Pre-Owned Auto Logistics. I've been at Freon for a total of about, I don't know, I guess four and a half years. And um, I was away for a while. Now I'm back. 
And as Jeremy says, the marshal is back. The marshal's so, back. Marshal's back. I had baby. to start. Hey. I had to start with the marshal. You know. So, <laughs> you That's know, to kind of build here. on. What's that? That's what we all call him around here is the marshal. Yeah, I'm the marshal. Whether I like it or not, I'm the marshal. And I do like it. So, it's, you know, it's fun. So, you know, thinking about in, uh, about what to talk about today and listening to what's already been talked about, you know, I really want to build on what we're talking about with the carrier relationship. And it is really, it's really turned over the years in my experience from, uh, you know, a simple relationship to a true partnership. And I think that the carriers really need to be our partners and we need to give them good information. We need to make sure that we get it from the customer and relay it and follow it through and talk all the way through to carrier payment. And one of the, that's probably the biggest difference for me um, that I've seen and that we practice every day. So when we vet a carrier, we, we review their insurance and DOT ratings and all those kind of things. But we also speak to them about how, how we need communication and how they want to be communicated to. Like we were talking about, um, you know, communication in general and the driver's driving, or uh, maybe he's at the auction or somewhere loading and, you know, we're, we're ringing him up 10 times because we need an update on this thing right now. Well, maybe a text is better, you know, or maybe he wants an email. So we talked to our carriers about that. How do you want to be communicated to? Here's our needs. We're going to track you. Um, and how do you want to be communicated to? And almost all the time, that works. They tell you, hey, just text me. Here's the driver's number. Send me a text and that'll be fine. You know, others just want an email. They tell you they give you an update at the end of the day. Then that's fine, too. So I think that's important. Right. And um, we have we have pre owned certainly have some advantages that others don't because we're a carrier and a broker. So we've lived both sides of the of the table, you know. Um, so that's a big thing. So we can empathize with the drivers when they have a problem. You mentioned like you know, he had a problem at dealership A and dealership B. It's hot out. And at the end of the day, he's frustrated. And here's this guy from pre-owned asking him where his car is, you know. So, and I get that frustration. So we really, we try hard in our dispatch team to try to do that. You know, we offer different payment options. We we try to re resolve issues for them. We have somebody they can talk to. Um, when you ring the phone here, someone always picks up. And it's someone who can look up your order and find out what's going on, whether it's put the carrier on hold while we talk to a sales rep or call the customer or whatever it is, we go and do that because it needs to be seamless. And, you know, Jeremy, one of the things I heard you say that makes a lot of sense is that the dealership may not be crazy about that. They may not like our call as much as they don't like the, the carrier coming in, but their shipment could very well be held up on the other end, too. You know, could be with the same carrier. Right where he's going next, you know, that could be picking up the car that's going back to this guy. So I think um, those relationships are just so important. So and they and they are true partners. And so when I when I when I think about some of the biggest things I've seen, so one of them is that the other one, the obvious concerns about fuel prices. I talk to drivers every day, you know, and they're all talking about how much fuel costs and how much they need for certain shipments and you know, cost per mile's gone up and all that. So we have to sell harder to get the, the carriers to take our shipments. And we ask them questions about their equipment. Where are they going next? What are their normal lanes? What do they want? Maybe we can help them. Maybe we can fill them up today so they don't have to call anybody else. You know, so we, we go to, to that level, not only with the basic communication, 
but that's part of being the partner, right? We want them to call nobody but pre-owned, so we treat them accordingly. Mike, what are some, uh, <clears throat> so, I don't know, help me say it the right way, but my, the way I'm going to say it is, what do you have lanes that you could use some extra quality carriers in right now or just if you're if you're a carrier here's mike call mike he'll hook you up yeah Does that so make any sense at all sure yeah so you know our shipments are posted on the load boards and they're out there so carriers call us we also outreach to them and there are constantly new and developing lanes that we need uh more carriers for um, you know, we're constantly seeing cars from like the upper Midwest, let's say, that are going to maybe Texas. And those are lanes that are a little bit tougher, especially now where, you know, a lot of these carriers are far more conscious about their, about where they're going because of their fuel costs. So they may take shorter loads. They may take more frequent shorter loads. So we always need more carriers in our lanes. And it certainly is a case of, yeah, call us, you know call us because we might have other things on the board right now. We may know that there's some business coming that we're going to have. You know, I'm totally open to that, to taking calls from carriers saying, hey, what you do you guys what? do? Are you saying people can just call you? Absolutely. No way. Absolutely. Carriers can call what? me or anybody on my dispatch team. What's the phone number? Uh, it's 978-542-1955. Whoa. Wow, this is my kind of guy. I knew I liked you, man. Five, I knew four, two, it. One, nine. It's in the live chat. Breaking news. There's a phone number you can call. There's a hey, broker that... that you can get a hold of. Wow. wow. Jay, is that flashing across the screen right now? or is? Uh, yeah, it's no, it's just the... it's in the live chat. But um, we <laughs> have just uh, ties. Yeah, ties getting hooked up with the air line that's going to drag it behind and they're going to show it over the beach and all that great <laughs> I, stuff. I like, I like it. it if I could maybe jump in. So Mike said something that I just, I really want to spotlight if, if I could. Um, I think one of the biggest criticisms that we've experienced um, as, as our time working with carers were round payments. I think that, you know, we, we thought we were doing a decent job. We were getting some criticism. We didn't know, you know, as the post office slow, it, it, it was us, right? We weren't doing a great job of that. Um, and I, I just want to let anyone know that, that has worked with us in the past that maybe had a bad experience, call that number talk to us. We, we, this is something that, that we can fix and we, we want to fix. It's important to us that we're working together. And if it's over a payment issue, that's, you know, unacceptable to us. And we want to make that right. So, so please use that number 978-542-1955, not to plug a, a phone number, but just in the spirit of communication, like for real, call us. I um, we, we, we've, we've tripled the staff in that department. Uh, we've had ACH quick pay. Uh, we're, we got a few things that maybe I'll talk about next time I'm on the show that we're that are in the works right now. We want to make this much easier to get paid, to send us the paperwork, uh, make it, make it quick and snappy. We, we heard, we heard the feedback, um, shame on us, but we've learned and we're growing. So Jeremy, that's a really great point. And that's, you know, again, not to plug the number, but 978-542-1955. Yes. Call us, you know, call us and get the dispatch team, even if it's a payment issue. Would you, uh, I do you know how many that. companies we can't get a hold of? <laughs> it's unbelievable. It really is. And and there's this, what's, you know, what's happened is now, because we're going to go into, is broker a bad word? Uh, the reason why some think that it is, is we're now, that there is, it's kind of this battlefield mentality. Um, you know, you talked, Jeremy, you talked about uh, 
used car salesman. They've elevated that impression in general, right? Can we do that in auto transport too? Is that yeah, possible? A- absolutely. Uh, I, I wouldn't be doing this if I thought it was impossible because I have no interest in being that stereotype of living that way. I have to sleep at night. We have to do things the right way. I mean, it, it's, it's real. It's human beings. It's important. So um, I, I think the cliche for, for bro- so is broker a bad word? <laughs> Um, I, I, I think the answer is unfortunately yes, but I don't think it should be. I think that just like, just like uh, you know, the, the used car salesman was the example of sleaze, I think that when you hear broker, people think, oh, the, the, the middleman that's just trying to make, make some profit off everyone else's work. Um, and, and maybe I, that, that might be out there, but at its best, what it's supposed to do is everything we talked about earlier in the show, I, I would say. It's it, interesting. Exactly. What is the purpose? Tell us, what is the purpose of a broker? And, and I, I, I think I, I probably outlined it in some detail, but my summary, uh, yeah. not, not to rehash, re, rehash my thesis here, but my summary is, uh, is someone that's going to understand the needs and communicate with the shippers and then take that information, do, do logistic stuff, build, build loads, package this stuff up, do the magic and then connect those shipments, those needs, those requests with carriers, communicating with carriers. Ty, what's your name? Mike. Mike. Oh, sorry. Oh, hey, I just, you, a, hey, Jeremy. <laughs> you just drove that thing in here? This yeah. guy's a carrier. Oh, Check this out. Look at that. That's a nice load. Where's it headed? I'm dropping it off. Heck yeah. What did you say it was? Mike? Yeah, I don't play. Mike. Mike AT. Hey, what's Ashby's up? Hiding. Anytime Mike I'm around, AT. Ashby hides. Really? Well, he tried to run me over a minute ago. Did he? I got it on camera. Yeah. Oh, shit. Right, he better have a good attorney. <laughs> My wife. Hi, wife. So how long you been this home? This is first? real, man. Five this years. is real. I love it. 30 years. 30 years? Wow. How did Ashby get so lucky to find you? Ah, that boy worked both ways. Tell that guy there, Jay. Hey, what's well, Here comes another one. The old BMW. I don't know who's that guy. He didn't say hi anymore. 30 years on cars. Uh, Look this at is this. your wife. Hi, family business. Your it's a family um, business. Colleen, nice to meet you. It's a beautiful setup you got. Yeah. Good. Yeah. A little big load there. I know they're packed out in here. On the other side, there's one. But maybe oh, after good. the show, if you want, I can help check them in. Well, I'll run them in. I'll run them in. All right. Well, I'll let you get after it. Yeah. Nice to me meet you. you. You too, brother. All right. Be right safe. Right on. That is awesome. Love it. Live, tie, connects, dealers, auctions, and carriers in the transport parking lot. Well, I want to jump in here, too, and say that I know that I know what you're saying. What happens is, go to let's go to a trade show, and let's talk to a dealer. Franchise dealer, maybe has just a few stores. Can a, can a single owner-operator service all their needs? The answer is going to be probably no. Because there's a lot to it and that's what the broker does yeah you're, there's sourcing inventory all over the country and they're now selling all over the country and trading vehicles and swapping and all this other stuff in lots of different lanes that are don't make sense obviously for a single truck um but when you have all those sources coming together in a place that can package them together and and keep folks running in their lanes i think that's another huge part of the value and then obviously it's supporting the whole thing right setting the making sure that everyone knows where they're going that all the paperwork's there that if if something changes i so i um while while 
while I was watching Ty in action, uh, doing what he, he, he does best, which I, I love to see, I thought of, uh, and I, I want to apologize in advance, I thought of kind of a cliche sports analogy. You, you mind if I share it? Do it. So uh, think of like a, a pro- professional sports team or, or franchise, right? You kind of have the, the owners or maybe the fans. I'm not, it's not all worked out. I'm kind of you know, thinking out loud here, but you kind of have th- th- those folks, the shippers, then you have your, your players in the court of the field are your carriers, right? Right. And, and so the fan base and, and uh, the ownership, they, they want wins. And, you know, the players are working hard to, to move the ball around and, and do what they do best. Uh, but a pretty important layer there is the coaching staff. It's the coaching staff that really needs to make sure that those players are well prepared for the moment. When someone goes out with an injury, make, you know, call the audible, make sure they, they're, they're, you know, making the right calls in, in real time and, and making sure that both the players and, uh, you know, the fans are getting their wins. So, so I, I, and the not agents a and yeah, and the medics. I mean, really, no, that's the, when you look at how large the support staff is, you know, it's, it's, it's huge. And, and I wanted to ask you, what about fulfilling client expectations? I, Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I suggested that starts right at the onset, right? Is making sure that the right expectations are set from the beginning. That's the first part of this whole communication chain. But, and they have their own expectations. Oh, look at that. Uh, can, can we expect the carrier oh, yeah, to fun. know and understand all the expectations that they have? Just, Again, this is, you know, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to push one side of the war. I'm yeah. not, I'm actually trying to end the war. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, which is nearly impossible. Uh, I, Mike, Mike has something he's thinking. What are you thinking, Mike? Sure, I'm thinking a lot of things when I think about the um, is the broker a bad word, you know, and um, I guess traditionally, sure it is, you know, because there's a, you know, there's a thought that the broker is some guy maybe in his office, maybe he's working out of his home and just, you know, working for a carrier and getting him a few shipments and doesn't have a big stake in the game, you know, for us, it's far different. It's almost like there are different levels of it now. And do we take orders and dispatch them to carriers? Sure we do. But we're a true logistics provider. We can assist our customers with, you know, how to get orders in quickly and how to do systems type work, how to track them, give them updates. And we can work with our carriers the same way, transmitting information. So we're a true provider from beginning to end. Um, And that really for us is a difference, but it seems like that that's where the industry should go. And there's also kind of, a, I think, a lack of understanding about what a broker is. And one thing I've heard from drivers multiple times and recently, too, like I talked to a driver recently who had an issue with a shipment, um, one of our shipments. And he said, oh, well, I talked to the broker and the broker told me, and I go, well, I am your broker. Who did you speak to? Well, it turned out he spoke to somebody at the dealership who told them about, you know, the vehicles in the storage lot. It's not at the right location. You have the wrong address. Well, you know, so like the driver didn't really understand what the, what it all meant. And he thought he was talking to the broker when it was somebody at a dealership who was our customer, you know. So I think and so I educated that driver and here's what the relationship is. You got a problem. You call the guy on your BOL. That's me. And we will help you with that through and we'll talk to the customer. So you just show up, pick up the car and leave, you know. Ding. So, so how yeah. ironic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the problem, the broker is a problem solver. problem solver trying to help you so there you go yeah exactly yeah that lack of understanding is a big one and 
you know, our customers don't always understand it either, right? I mean, you know, we have to educate them on why they need us, you know? Well, and that, that brings me to it. You know, I, I, I'm the guy that gets the call. I want to be a car hauler. I, okay, what truck do I buy? What trailer do I buy? Who do I, how, where do I find cars? So I get that call a lot. And it, it's different. It just depends on who I'm talking to. But it's funny to hear. It's not funny. It's really good to hear you talk about what, listen to what Mike's saying. Because there's, they're just the basic fundamentals. I mean, 101 is 101 can get, right? And, and when you listen to Mike say, okay, I'm the broker, my customer, and I think, okay, wow, let's really break it down, you know, what's a car dealer, <laughs> what's an auction, right, what's a broker, what's a car hauler, just, and it, it, for us, guys that talk about it nonstop, 24-7, it's like, oh, man, here we go again, but the reality is, is I get pretty passionate about it, and I don't mind talking about it again, and again, and again, and again, because, and, you know, we talked about this Tuesday night. You guys have seen this. You guys, here's a good topic. For every one guy that leaves, how many come back? Right behind you, right? I don't know, it might be three, might be five, might be ten. So one, one carrier leaves, how many come in? Traditionally, traditionally. Okay, what I'm suggesting is we may not see traditional cycles this go-around, meaning... If one guy leaves, we might be lucky to get three coming back in. I talk like that because I don't know. But what do you guys see? So we're, we're seeing a lot of new carriers. We sign up a lot of new carriers every day. Okay. Um, on the average day, we're signing up at least 10 to 15 new carriers. Oh, wow. Well, wow. At least. Wow. Okay, good. And those are... You get the variety of everywhere between the three car all the way to multiple trucks. Yes. Yeah. A little bit of everything. And we, you know, when we sign up a new carrier, it's one of the questions that we ask, what do you have for equipment? Um, where, yeah. you know, where do you run? What are your lanes? Um, yeah. I ask them sometimes, well, what are their rates in those lanes? They might, we might be unfamiliar with it. So carrier is a great source of information. They're the ones on the ground. You know, they're the ones I was just going to say that you ask the carriers what their rates are. That's incredible. Actually. Yeah, I do. I, I do ask that. that. Wow. Because sometimes crazy. we don't know. I mean, you might not. Um, maybe we have a pricing structure in mind. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's not. It can either it can validate your current um, situation or make you go another direction. You know. So how many how many carriers do you talk to that have no idea what you're talking about? Some out of the ten or fifteen. Some, you know, so some of them aren't really worried about it because some of them are, are they maybe will take that, that one shipment and we may never hear from them again, which is the reason why we talk to them because we might sign up someone who'll work with us long term, you know, once they realize who we are, you know. I love this backdrop, by the way. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no you got, man, you're killing it with the cinema today there, Tom. Isn't that it's awesome? Look at that. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping to talk to this guy right here. He's got a lore. And I haven't got to really talk to too many guys that have lures. So I'm really curious to know if he likes it. Or I'm so obviously, he's probably ran a Cottrell more than once. But, you know, lure, we met with the lure guys. Hey, I got to come and get that book, too. Oh, yeah, you know I got your book. Me? Yeah, no, right so here. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to plug it right now. Camera one. This is Height and Tie. It's a car hauler story. It's written by Ben Booth, and um, you can pick up your own copy on Amazon. 
So yeah, I've got one of these for you, Ty. You know what's neat, guys, and we're gonna wrap it up here in a few. Is it is it a good Ty adds the live flavor? Do like I like it's, it better? Not necessarily. Can you imagine being outside so all day to do I mean, easier job. to load, not load. Every yes. day. Oh, yeah. Whenever you got him, you care if you walk I, me through it, show me some things. I know you're hurry. I can grab the car for you. And this yes. is actually part of being outside all day. Uh, Randomly running into more. people. This is why I think carriers get so frustrated with random phone calls <laughs> they're not ready to do, you know, to take. Yeah. Yeah, they, they get a lot they're focused on it and and i think that it's easy to think about a day like today where it's really nice out but not every day is a day like today like you don't always see those those nice nice blue skies behind you there, there are days where it's not such an easy job to be out outside and, and doing that stuff uh, particularly when it's wet and cold <laughs> so, for sure i was gonna say right it's raining i'm slipping all over the place this car has issues i can't get you know and then and then they get this random call where's my car that, that could be a fun, sur I mean, it, not not to <laughs> speak out of turn, but that might be a fun survey on this show is what is your least favorite condition to, to run a truck in? Because I, I actually, I, I would have guessed it was snow and, and ice, but when in talking to the folks that, that I, I've worked with, it's usually cold and wet. That's what they like least is cold and wet. If well, Once it freezes and it's solid, that's that's somehow better than when it's wet because at least it's not soaking india and, and you know you're, you're raw all day i, I don't know I, i'd be curious i think you're right I, that's what and ty you can verify that oh I've, yeah and especially you know when it's raining and you got lightning and you're out here with a steel piece of yeah, bar you know and you're, oh, yeah. yeah no rain no that's thanks no i'll do uh cold i'll do i don't like cold but uh hot definitely but no being wet and doing this job is no fun it reminds me of this auction right here at the guard shack, we did it live one day, and it was just pouring rain. I mean, pouring, pouring. Hey, if you want to be a car hauler, I hope you like the rain. Which is crazy. Because you got to go out and do it. You don't have a choice. You're in a, you're on a time schedule. People want their stuff. Go. Get your rain jacket. Good luck. And all and these guys know that. Have you ever done a gear show? Like, uh, like not not like Cottrell trailer equipment, stuff like that, but like, have you done like, you know, best uh you know what, what's essential non-transportation gear that you, you always have on you like a, a certain rain jacket or uh i'd be curious i don't know maybe i guess like i'm interested in these weird things yeah i know <laughs> well you're thinking this heat those guys you know like he's got a hat protecting him from some sun did you see it yeah you know that's a good one gloves what's your favorite gloves and when you don't have gloves how hard is that it's crazy yeah Anyway, it's uh, Laura's making a presence. You know that. Did you know that, Jeremy? Uh, I'm I'm not very familiar. It's it's a name I've heard but know little about. Yeah, they're uh, from Germany and they they've got a plant in the states. I got to hang out with. I want to say his name is Trey. I need to get back with him. But uh, anyway, back to pre-owned auto logistics, pal. <clears throat> Again, Mike is your guy to go to. Uh, I I believe in you guys. I've, Jeremy said it. We did hear some stuff. These guys are out here working to make it right. I don't know too many brokers that come on the show and throw their number up there, right? Wow. One more time. One more time. 0.01% or less. What the number is, 978-542-1955. Um, and uh, here it is. It's again in the live chat. And we want to listen. We want to thank you guys so much. 
Um, we're going to be seeing more pre-owned auto logistics in the coming days. And um, let us know. Keep us posted. You know, this is one of the things I always say, so I'm going to say it live. Best way to participate in ATI is to let us know that there's something else you want to talk about. And we'll bring you back on and we'll talk about it. Because there is a lot to talk about. And like, Mike, maybe you'll be in the middle of a conversation and you're like, yeah, this is something we need to talk about on ATI. Send me an email. Let me know. That goes for everybody. Sure. Live, on demand, let me know what we need to talk about next. We do really appreciate you guys so much. Likewise, it's always a pleasure, Jay and Ty. You all the best. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, big big fans over here. And, um, yeah, keep, let's, let's keep talking. <laughs> yeah, right. same here. Much appreciated. Thank yeah, you. And happy turn. birthday again, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate happy that. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, Ty's singing. Happy, yeah, birthday happy birthday to you, Mike. Happy birthday. One of the things you guys, I'm just, well, I'm not going to bother you guys. That's but awesome. These are galvanized. So this galvanized versus steel, if you notice, see this deck, right? Can you see that deck? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that deck's galvanized. Did you know there's a difference between galvanized steel and regular steel? Yeah. One lasts longer than the other. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty big deal. <clears throat> uh, and I learned a lot of that from that guy, Hendrik, with, uh, who's the other German guy? Cart. Trailers. Oh, Cart, Cart Group, yeah. <clears throat> Cart Group. And so watch when you come over here, see these little ratchets? They got the quick releases, so he should be able to just pop it, and that strap just comes right off. And then, supposedly, you can just, if you, that ever breaks or something happens to it, it's a bolt-on, bolt-off. Just If there's a problem, see these uh, here. I don't think you'll mind if I do it. See these bolts here? Can you see that? Yeah. If this goes bad for some reason or bent, unbolt it. Get the new part bolted in. No welding. Right. They were talking about because mm -hmm. that is actually yeah. That's one of the things. It's one of the crazy. advancements they're making. Right. Is is easier to replace parts. Yeah. Now yeah. this guy here, if I remember right, he said he's ran Cottrell. So if you're a car hauler super trucker like me, and I am a car hauler super trucker, uh, like all I ever ran was Cottrell. Well, I had a couple Boydston, but. You get excited talking about equipment. I know we never talk about it, but I get excited about it because it's powerful. I mean, this this moves a lot of men. I mean, can you see back here, way back there at the top? Can you see that? Oh yeah, no. yeah. Lifts yeah, it like it's nothing. That? It it makes a pretty heavy vehicle kind of fly yeah. up and down in the air pretty pretty easily. And then this guy here. Okay, see beside it, this guy. This is a lure. See that? The one next to it with the kind of the green blue up there. Jay, yeah. up. Hey, Jay, tell everybody what that is. High rail. High rail. High rail. See the independent decks, they go up, they go down, they go forward, they go backward, and they do this, tilt, too. So the reason that these high mounts are a big deal, and supposedly people are buying them again. I don't know if that's true, but if it is true, what's the logic? Why do we need 10-car high mount? I mean, sorry, 10-car high rails. Anybody know why? It ain't because EVs have are. have a lot of sing singles going yeah, farther distance. Singles. Yeah. It isn't because EVs are lighter. No. 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 <laughs> anyway, that's what I love about the transport parking lot. You get to see a variety. So this is new. 
Lord's Nuke. That's a Cottrell high rail. Over on the other side, I don't know if you guys were paying attention, but I was helping uh, AT with a Sun Country 5 car, which, by the way, oh, he's already out of here. They don't play at AT. And then over there, way over there, that was also, that's a cut trail. Probably, a, I don't know what they call that one, um, maybe 7512. Can you see that one out there? That one's a all? Stinger, right? Yeah, Stinger. Yeah. Here, let's try this. I'll try the old. If you get bored or if you're like, Ty, why are you doing this? Shut Stinger up. Stinger is the fifth so wheel behind. Uh, Stinger, Stinger is the. Can you oh. see it at all? Oh, let me see it, yeah. We got gotcha. you. How do I get my oh. screen to come on? Uh, oh, well. Anyway, let's try so, this. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to wrap. We're keeping these guys too long. Okay. Yeah. Wrap Thanks, it up. Pre -yog. Thank no, we you, love, we gentlemen, love here. so much. I love the gear talk, too. It yeah. Is great neat. stuff. It's pretty cool. It's cool <laughs> Thank you. This is where it's at, though. This is the work, guys. This love is it. why ATI is so awesome, because we get this part. I, we understand I, this part really well. No, nobody talks about this. It's awesome. But uh, yeah, th thank you, Jay Ty. Appreciate you both so much. Thank you. Thanks, thank guys. you, gentlemen. A Have a great day. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, guys. Bye, Mike. Happy birthday. You as well. Thank you. All right. All right. So back to camera one. We ended the meeting. Uh, we landed the plane. Oh, whoops. Wait a minute, Ty. I almost clicked you away, but I've got you here with me. Um, I want to thank everybody in the live chat. I want to thank Pre Owned Auto Logistics. Ty, I want to thank you for what you do, getting uh, the equipment on screen, being live at the auction, and um, and hopefully we shed a little more light on you know broker how brokers and carriers interact. This is a three car Kaufman. It's, it's not. Kaufman. See the gauge complete... on this from the steel. <laughs> He's taking away time. I mean, we got to go in a couple minutes, but t t show it. Yeah, show me. Show me. What do you show? Three car Kaufman. This one's a little better. I'm not a big fan of the three axle personally, but that's he's got nice tires. But they used to put really not so durable steel on here. Uh huh. And you would put the hook and it would bend it pretty quick. Uh, so they've kind of upgraded that. I'm, nice. I'm happy to see that. So you got we had the Sun Country, we got the High Rail Cottrell, we got the new Lore, we got a three car Kaufman. Outside there, we got to see the quick loader cut trail. I think I want to call it a 7512. Then we got the the single car flatbed rollback. There it is. All at an auction. See what I'm saying? We get to see it all. And then, oh, one tip for the weekend. You want to be a car hauler, here's what you do. You go to the grocery store, Walmart parking lot, go to any parking lot and start learning cars. So you can drive, walk, whatever you do. Kia Soul, Buick LaCrosse, Chevy Malibu, Dodge Ram, Jeep Patriot. Why do you need to know cars? Well, I'll tell you why. You go walk in that 12-acre field over there and find three to nine that got to go on your trailer, and you don't even know what a Chevy Equinox is. You'll be doing a lot of walking. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks, buddy. It's good advice. Peace out. Okay, right. man. You take care. Stay safe. Yep. Keep it real. Thanks, buddy. All right, that is Ty, and uh, that is the end of another Cars on the Move on a Friday on ATI. Um, thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, love you guys. Uh, keep us posted. Let us know how we can help. We're ATI.
Auto Business, the Car Chevy Business Channel. My name is Jay. We're here every week. Join us Tuesday night. Why get car certified? Learn more about the car certification process and training. And it brings us back to how do you learn car hauling? Where'd you get that idea? What are you going to do next? Watch ATI. Let us know how we can help. Send me an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Peace out.